0: Well, hello there, and welcome to the Creative Goddess Show with me, Charlotte Jenkin. Here we will talk about creativity, personal development, and becoming the best version of you. everyone, I'm so excited to be welcoming you back for another episode of The Creative Goddess Show. We're back this week with another episode of the mini-series of My Creativity Realised and How It Happened. In this episode, we're going to be talking to AJ Merlin, a coach who came from quite a different career background. And the topic for this episode is going to be imposter syndrome, such a huge thing that a lot of creatives experience along the way during their journey. And I just can't wait for you to hear all about AJ's story and how she dealt with imposter syndrome along the way. So let's get started. I'm really excited to have you today AJ hello hi <laughs> hi thanks for having me it's so good to have you here I'm really really excited to talk to you Um, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today it's really really appreciated um, and I'm sure there's just going to be so much value for the listeners today about your creative journey and uh, I'm sure it'll be really inspiring so Shall we get started? Yeah. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, to begin with, I always like to kind of ask. If you could tell me a bit about your creative background, just so we get a bit of an idea. So uh,
1: I have a background in uh, film industry and the video games industry. So I started, you know, working on short films as an intern, a runner around 16 years old. Um, And so then, you know, moving my way up, um, I trained to be an assistant producer. So it's working with the producer. Uh, for tv shows and films and then I changed my career to script supervisor so it's the person you always see on the left side of the director to so just to help with continuity um, and on because it's a freelance uh, job right you don't have mm, continuous yeah. job all the time so I worked in the video games industry so I've always been a gamer Mm-hmm. Uh, text to my big brother, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. So again, it's this freelancing job, and so I worked in the localization department. So it's once the game is more or less done, they will translate it in different languages. So our job was to test the game. So for me to test it in French to make sure translation is fine, etc. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: that's how that's how I started. Wow, that's such an interesting background. Because, like, um, I mean, I've briefly heard your story uh, behind the scenes before the listeners have. So, it, to me, it was just so like such quite a big change that you went through, really, um, from your your previous experience to like where you are now. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what does your business look like now? Then, <laughs> where, where have you come since the gaming industry? Yeah, so basically, so now
1: I'm a coach for artists. uh, Mm -hmm. And so when I was working in the um, the video games um, industry, uh, I was training people towards the end uh, because so many training to do. And so I had um, a seat next to my desk and all my colleagues will come during the break to have a chat or, you know, rant. Oh, so I naturally like started coaching people mm-hmm. and wow. um and now I, I have a training background as well so I, I just you know but I did learning and all that and same as well with being on set you know like just being the, the person that is there when you know you, you need yeah. it or you, you don't feel great and so then I launched my um my own business two years ago just before lockdown
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yes yeah, perfect time to launch <laughs> uh, and and yes yeah, so now now uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm a writer so I'm still being creative I don't think anyone creative can stop being creative uh, <laughs> and so I still write but yeah. um, I help other artists as well so with the career usually people they feel stuck they feel lost and yeah. I'm just there to help them clarify what they want to do um what's holding them back because we all have limited beliefs you mm-hmm. know and I know, I'm sure we're going to talk about this more um so it's just really what's holding you back how you can reframe your inner critique so you can really go after what yeah
0: you want. oh wow that's so interesting yeah like how you transitioned into that so you kind of realized that you have these strengths in this kind of coaching area from your like gaming industry background and then you you realize that you can help people in that way and it's so interesting like how we do uncover these things I think like um sometimes I don't think we ever think we're gonna and well I, you know you just don't you don't think you're gonna end up in that area doing what you're doing it's just something that happens and I always find it um quite fascinating really hearing about how people did uncover those skills that they had um for coaching and um yeah being able to talk to people in that way and really kind of inspire them and like motivate them um so yeah so what what would you say like you, what have you learned since you've been coaching like would you say um was it was it an easy start for you because I know you started during lockdown um and I know <laughs> I know we say that's not Necessarily a good time, but I suppose a lot of people were having to kind of rejig their businesses a bit at that time and kind of start new things. So, how was it for you when you started your business in lockdown? I think it, it was okay because, anyway,
1: I was doing uh, workshops before. So, I had a few people uh, line up, you know, that wanted to be coached. And as you say, it was just like a break for everyone. Mm. Yeah. Um, to just really look after themselves especially uh, filmmakers because being on yeah. set I mean even the video games industry it could be quite intense yeah. when you work for 60 hours a week and uh, non-stop like that for weeks and months so yeah I think it was the opportunity for a lot of people to just pause and I think in a way lockdown is a good thing for everyone no matter what their career is it's just to realise what's really important for them
0: Oh yeah,
1: priority. So, yeah, and I can see uh, in general anyway, people are more interested in mindset and hmm. work life balance, which is yeah. a really good thing. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Work life balance is is so huge right now like um and I think yeah, like you say, lockdown obviously helped to kind of facilitate that and help people recognize that maybe there was something missing in their lives, like that extra time, that extra kind of um, chance to you know take care of themselves a bit more perhaps um, and it's definitely something that I've realised like I, st- I actually started a new job during lockdown um it was actually my, my last corporate job that I had um, and I did find it really hard but at the same time um, I think looking back I did start to like realise that something was missing and I was focusing more on my mindset and I became more in, uh, more kind of um, interested in personal development and things like that. So it's definitely um, a period that I look back quite fondly on in a way because it was a real transition period for me, I'd say. And I think a lot, a lot of people would say the same thing. Um, yeah, mindset yeah. is so huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, for me, I have two young children. So yeah. lockdown yeah. was really hard, the first lockdown we had in the UK. Yeah um because I didn't have a second for me you know no. I had to do schooling and they were so young they were when lockdown started there were two and five so right okay <laughs> yeah yeah um so but that's how you know like for two three months I really couldn't write because it wasn't my priority mm. I wasn't creative at all which you know build up and felt super frustrated, and you know we had talk about imposter syndrome. So I was like, well, anyway, I'm yeah, not talented yes. enough to spend that time mm-hmm. on that. So, um, and then yeah, after two months, I was just like, oh my god, I need to write. I really need to be creative. Like I'm missing it. Yeah, I'm missing yeah. me. Um, and yes, yeah, so I think that was a, a big revelation. um yeah. there. But that's because I'm I'm working at um I'm writing a self-help book at the moment mm-hmm. and so that's that's how it started with this you know having this frustration not not finding the time to be creative mm-hmm. uh, and so I worked on on a creative cycle to just really go with the flow and be able to be creative and when new imposter syndrome kicks in when you feel super tired when you feel amazing so you have really this cycle there here to to support you no matter what's going on in the world
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's so true yeah um I love that you've you've mentioned this, the imposter syndrome topic as well, because it's um, such a major thing that everyone experiences at some point along the way. And it's not necessarily something that you will ever stop experiencing. It's always um, coming to greet you as you push the boundaries in your business and always as you put yourself out of that comfort zone um, that you're so used to. (laughs) And yeah, like, it, it's just um something we have to kind of like handle I guess and like you said when you stopped writing did, did you maybe find that not being creative for those two months actually made your imposter syndrome worse because you maybe maybe because you weren't practicing the writing as much maybe you lost a bit of confidence is that is that correct maybe yeah, I guess.
1: I mean, those two months are really intense. I'm sure for a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I think it's it's a matter to see like what's important for you uh, yeah. or not. And then for a lot of people, it's just like, I have my 9-to-5 job. Uh, I, I don't need to be creative. It's a hobby, and so the, it's the last thing they plan in in the in the day or in the week. Yeah, because because there's more important things to do. So it's all a matter of. And so then you're right. If you don't practice, and 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 then you you can't improve, and then you try like, oh, that's the results there. Oof, am I really wasting my time? And it's just it's a vicious circle there.
0: So. Like, from your experience in coaching, like, Mm -hmm. what would you say the key ways that imposter syndrome tends to hold creatives back then? Um, What have you found to be true in that sense?
1: I think one of the main things is not going for some opportunities, because you think, well, I'm not good enough. Surely there's more talented people than me. So what's the point of even trying? Mm. I find that that's a, a big word for a lot of artists being like, oh, it's it's out of my league. So yeah, why would yeah. I even try that? Yeah, um yeah. and and for me, my answer is well, why not? Like worst case scenario, you get to know yeah. or no answer. I mean, yeah. you can survive that. It's not it's not the end of the world. And um another thing is uh, self-sabotage again because you think you're not good enough so maybe you want to contact someone and again you're like oh, no I'm going to make a fool of myself or if I show my work they're going to hate it so then they're going to blacklist me so I'm, I'm not going to take that risk or maybe you have an audition and an interview and you start uh, think, assuming what people are going to to think about yeah. you. So yeah. then you start stressing and being anxious and you just self-sabotage yourself. Cause it's all those limited beliefs there, all those thoughts they are like, Oh my God, I'm not good enough. I'm such a fraud. And they're going to find out. So, mm-hmm. and then, so you start just self-sabotaging yourself, um, which yeah. is very common, very common, but it's, it's, yeah. And I think another one I can think of is, Again, when you compare yourself to others. Yeah. So you just see, other, and, and especially on social media, when we're all like, oh, yeah, my life is perfect, look. <laughs> yeah. Which is not true. So <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you can compare, we we all in a um, unique journey. We all come from a different background. And uh, especially with creativity, we all have a unique voice and a unique story so there's absolutely no point comparing yourself to others because because they're not on the same journey as you and and that and and that's you know if you're like well oh, look at that person she or he is so much more successful than me so who I am to call myself an artist an actor a dancer I mean that's so mm. that's so negative and toxic because there's no point comparing yourself with others you you are you and you are enough as you are
0: of course. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Like it's, it's so easy to say like not to compare because I think it just happens to us all, doesn't it? Like yeah. some days I'm just like, right, I've got this. I know what I'm doing and I'm like really excited about what I'm doing. But then other days I can have periods of feeling so like uncertain. I just find, especially when I go on social media, like you say, can be such a, a dangerous, slippery slope scrolling down because like let's be honest, we sometimes get sucked into the scroll. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah. And you just see all these like people enjoying themselves, like, thinking, you know, looking like they're being really successful um and that they have like no care in the world and you just think, oh, why am I not feeling like that? But actually you're not seeing the whole picture um, and <clears throat> as much as I sometimes remind myself that you know sometimes have to, I can still get sucked into it sometimes and I'm like, just you just feel like quite rubbish about yourself inside you get that kind of sinking feeling and and you start to get a bit of anxiety as well I think don't you when you compare because you you start thinking well I should be doing this and I should be doing that why why am I not getting these results (laughs) all of these things but actually they're just kind of like imaginary thoughts that you're having in your head it's like they might not even be true on the other end. And they probably aren't, to be honest. You've just basically made a whole story about this other person because yeah. of what you've seen. <laughs> yeah. And I
1: think what's interesting uh, you just mentioned is that the, I think the media and society have a vision of what success is yeah, uh, but what is your version of success? Mm. I think it's a good question that you need to ask yourself. What is it for you to be successful? Yeah. And my vision of success is not the same as you. It's not the same as anyone else. So instead of trying to be successful as society expected, expect it, expect mm. it like really ask yourself well what is it for me to be successful and it doesn't matter like uh, if you see I know at the moment there's lots of festivals going on so I can see lots of friends and red carpet and receiving awards and all that and it would be easy to say oh my god what am I doing in my house look at my friends out there who am I but I personally don't care about that that's not (laughs) and and you know it's it's just a a picture and event it doesn't it doesn't define anyone
0: No well that's it that that is so much truth there like we don't always have to you know be winning awards all the time to feel successful you know we can have our own kind of goals that we want to meet um in order to be successful and they don't have to be the same across the board for everyone if they were the same I think that would be really boring actually um because we all have wins to celebrate and we all celebrate them at different times at different stages and yeah, I guess like it can also be compared to like comparing your early story to someone's like later one as well. It's like, Uh well, I'm here at the beginning of my business and I'm thinking, well, why, why am, why is my work not as good as theirs? Or why, why am I not as um, successful or successful as, as you say, different versions of success and at different stages too. So I think yeah. we need to be mindful of that as well. So, yeah, I really like what you say. You know, really ask yourself, what is my version of success? And I think we all need to take a breath every once in a while and just ask ourselves that question yeah. <laughs> before we get sucked into the whole, you know, downward spiral, negative ne- negativity. Um, and really just look at how far we've come as well. Sometimes, like, I think we always forget how much progress we've made in our business and in our lives we just kind of have this this fast paced life I say this a lot in the the podcast but we do we do have a fast paced life that is always like chasing the next thing and looking for the next thing but I think yeah it's good to just stop sometimes and just
1: yeah life is not a competition and I think the way it's defined you feel like you need to be the first you know you need to win but it's not a competition, especially with creativity because we're all unique. So for example, for my friends, I'm super happy for them. I'm not like jealous or no. bitter. I'm just, I'm, I'm thrilled for them. And I'm on my own journey and I have my own victories. As you say, we all have our own success successes, small or, or mm. big. And it's just, it, there's no competition with others. We should all celebrate like where we are. And it's just a matter of focusing on you on growth. Where yeah. are you going? And and that's it. Like the, yeah. the rest doesn't matter.
0: You know it doesn't. And there's room for all of us to be mm-hmm. successful, like in our own ways. And we shouldn't think that just because someone else has done it, that in me- it may be a similar area that we're in, you know, that we can't do it. We can do it. There's room for us all because, like you said, we're all unique. We all have our own personalities, our own various ways of shining and, you know, really showing people value it people like people for different reasons and Uh you know you might be that one person that people turn to when when they need some encouragements or they need some tips practical tips on how to do things yeah so it's it's definitely something we need to be mindful of for sure um so just what you said before as well I didn't I didn't want to skip too far because um the self-sabotage topic that you brought Uh up um like that that is um such a a huge thing that people do as well I found and myself included um it's funny isn't it sometimes we don't realize we're actually self-sabotaging I think um you just kind of think oh well I'll leave that till later or you know I'm not gonna fix that thing that doesn't work on my website people can't actually find out something you know you know what I mean like all these technical things that I actually found that I've put off in the past and then I look back and I'm like why didn't I fix that sooner that's terrible like was there something deep down inside of me that was like absolutely terrified of um someone actually finding out (laughs) what I do (laughs) and how I can help them you know like I just find it so crazy. Um, like I've listened a lot to Denise Duffield Thomas. Um, I just love her podcast so much and she's talked about self-sabotaging, uh, before in business and like, you know, like broken payment links and things like that, you know? Yeah. And I've just thought, yeah, I, I, I can relate to that. You know, sometimes I do put things off and I wonder if it is a self-sabotage kind of situation. <laughs> It's, 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 I think it's, it's the whole I'm not good enough I'm not ready
1: yet yeah, I'm not ready yeah. yet because I don't have enough qualification or I don't have enough awards or uh, I'm not I don't have enough followers or yeah. I'm not big enough again compared to others so I'm yeah, not there yeah. yet so th- therefore yeah you're right you just don't you can see oh I have to do that but not yet
0: Yeah, not yeah. yet
1: because you think you're not you're not ready so therefore you're holding back
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people also don't help in that situation, especially for (coughs) coaches, because I think coaches, um, people tend to think that coaches need like all these qualifications, you know, like it's not enough for them to have that experience themselves in the area that they're coaching on. Um, So I know that, yeah, a few coaches I've spoken to have felt the same same thing where they think well I I haven't been coaching for years and years on end um so am I qualified enough to be a coach um but the reality of it is if you're coaching someone through a particular stage in their life like if you've experienced it and you've successfully navigated through it then you are qualified to do that um and yes qualifications are great but they're not necessarily, you know, what you need. I think people kind of get caught in that phase sometimes of like learning and learning, getting all the, the certificates and, you know, but they don't actually take the action in starting no. the business. That
1: that was me last year. So I had my business already. But when yeah. I was introducing myself, I was like, look, this is my qualification. Yeah. I have CIPD qualification. I have an uh, NLP qualification on my website. I look, my qualifications, people yes. don't care about your qualification. I never had a client or potential client being like, right. What are your qualifications? Then they're not coming to you because you have a certain diploma. I mean, if you want to study, go for it. You know, of course, it's yeah. good to yeah, learn yeah. learn how to coach and have some some uh, qualifications. But then it, it doesn't define you. And as you said, mm. you have your experience, especially as a coach, if you've been through it yourself, your experience is enough to just help people. Yeah.
0: Of course, yeah. And I'm not saying that coaches that have have years and years of experience like they're not. That, you know, obviously I'm not discarding their experience that that's, you know, amazing if they've coached, you know, maybe hundreds of people, you know, one-to-one that's really incredible. And I'm sure that gives them like this huge breadth of knowledge and, um, yeah, and experience and skills and everything. Um, but it doesn't mean that someone who is a bit earlier on in their coaching journey can't do it. Um, and I think that's, just want to say that that's the case for for any kind of um area and especially in creativity you just have to start really yeah <laughs> just just start and take the action and i i think as you said you can have
1: people with a lot of experience but maybe some potential clients that's not what they want they want someone that is a little bit ahead of them yeah so you're always going to find someone that are for you that are meant for you so you know we all are different stages so you will find new people always always
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah so important what you say there about um just being a few steps ahead of of the the client that you're coaching because people can be very overwhelmed by someone who is um years and years ahead of them um maybe even decades who knows um and they find it very comforting to be with someone who maybe did this, you know, a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, who knows, but like, yeah, I I definitely felt like that when I was um, looking for a coach as well uh, to help me with, with my business, because yeah, I was obviously like very, very early on in my business, like in the first year. So I just, I just wanted someone that I got on with as well and who could just, who I could really relate to I think it's about yeah. that relatability isn't it who um, who can teach me what I know to get those few steps ahead and then I can go those extra few steps ahead as I go along the way and that's kind of how it goes I think it's about just getting those tiny little steps just a few at a time maybe <laughs> you know yeah. instead of instead of wanting to go from like step one to step like 10 mm-hmm. try and just do it bit by bit otherwise, yeah you are going to feel like you've got imposter syndrome as well if you if you yeah. start if you start thinking well who am I to do this like what will people think of me it's like well, just take those little steps and you're not you're not going the whole way you're not you're not doing everything at once you're just taking these little steps and then you'll get the experience and you'll and you'll take a few more steps and there you Absolutely. go <laughs> yeah that's it yeah so yeah. So interesting. Um, Yeah. I just, I love the topic of imposter syndrome. I could talk about it all day, really. And <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you could too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to ask you uh, this final question. So like, what advice would you give to women who are experiencing imposter syndrome a lot in their creative business? Do you have any actionable steps that have maybe worked for you or your clients?
1: Yeah. So my advice would be, be true to yourself yes yeah. you know do you and especially as women i think we're all being raised to not upset other people make sure we don't make them uncomfortable so therefore you hold your feelings back you hold what you really want to do so really let that go and be be you being you is enough being you is what you meant to do um and so tune into yourself be clear in what you really want to do and you can't go wrong with that you can't go wrong with just following your calling and stop like thinking oh people expect me to do this or oh, i should do that no just put that in the bin and really focus on what do you really want to do even if it's out of the box even if your whole family and friends think it's crazy if it feels right to you and just go for it and and yeah like if if it feels so good to you it's meant to be you you know it's meant for you it's meant for you to do it yeah. and then your imposter syndrome can't be there because you're not trying to be someone else. You're not trying to fit in society. You're doing you. So how can that be wrong? You're just being you.
0: Yeah, you do you. That's what they say. And just yeah, be yourself. Be that shining star that you are. You know, you've got it. We've all got it inside of us. We're all capable, and we we do need to stop trying to be like other people. I I always try and be authentic. Um, and yeah, I do try and check myself, but. It's something that I think maybe in this online world that is perhaps catching on a bit where we kind of want these like quick win businesses and like people like just do this and do that and you'll get a successful business. And some of it, I think, looks a bit samey to me when I go online. I see these videos of people sort of sort of like replicate this. And yeah, so authenticity is just so important, especially in a creative business, because yeah that uniqueness needs to really shine through um and don't don't be afraid of doing that like you say don't listen to them if they're telling you not to do it Or if it feels so good to you why would you ignore that it's like if it's a, such a strong gut feeling for you exactly um, we, we tend to seek the advice of others all the time but
1: you're the one with the answer you you're the one who knows what what you really want to do no one else can know that for you so it's all and that's what I do with my coaching it's just like digging deep to find out what you really want
0: and yeah. not no one
1: else what do you want
0: yeah that's that's a really good approach yeah um yeah because we 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 do tend to seek advice like you say from others that we we respect and we love but yeah. as much as they love and respect us and they have the their best you know intentions at heart yeah. it's something that we have to do ourselves and Only we know because that feeling of, you know, wanting that to go down such a path of creativity, it's it's a very, very personal feeling, I think, that can only be experienced yeah by you. So, yeah, such such great advice there. Yeah. Um, It's really inspiring and just wondered, like, where can we find you online? Have you got anything to share with us today? Yeah, Uh, uh, (laughs) I'm
1: on I'm on Instagram so yeah. you can find me on Instagram. And um so I have a website and in there you can find uh, a quiz a free quiz I really love uh, and it's about uh, finding out what's your creative phase right now so as I said um, I'm publishing my book next year about creative cycle and so there's a quiz there for you to just answer figure out where you're at in creative phase so for example as you said sometimes you feel super great sometimes you you just doubt everything or you feel super tired so it's just finding out where you your ads and having some mindset tips for you there
0: oh that's awesome oh definitely be checking that out yeah i'll be putting the Uh links to all of these in the show notes Uh, everyone and yeah so um we can find you easily um but yeah that quiz sounds so fun and and who doesn't love a quiz right quizzes are so much fun and especially creative (laughs) quizzes like personality quizzes like oh yeah it sounds amazing so um yeah that's great uh, right so thank you so much for joining today AJ it's been so good talking to you and like I said I could have talked to you all day about imposter syndrome because yeah, it's such a huge topic and I know the listeners will be inspired by your story um and I yeah just uh, wish you all the best in your business and just have a lovely day yeah thanks for having me <laughs> no worries take care now bye, bye. Didn't you just love that episode? I absolutely just love talking to AJ about her journey and all about imposter syndrome, which is a topic that I could definitely talk about for a whole day. <laughs> um, it's just such a really big mindset issue that a lot of us have and a lot of us face like all the time. So I definitely think that it was a really really interesting conversation to have and I hope that you've been inspired by AJ's journey so make sure that you share what you've learned from this episode I really want to hear all about it you can get in touch with me by sending me an email or you can tag me on Instagram at creative goddess club in your stories and I just love to hear from you Um, also I just wanted to let you know that the simply start your passion podcast course which is coming on February the 14th and has an early bird offer that we originally had for December but it's actually been extended into January now you get two awesome bonuses with the course when you get on board sign up in January Um, I've put the link in the show notes just for you to go check out it's going to be amazing and I'm so excited to release it So that's it for this week. Next week, we'll be returning with one last episode of the mini series. -series. And it's going to be a little bit sad, but there will be plenty more episodes after that as well. But we have our last guest episode next Friday. So make sure you check in, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. And also make sure you leave a review if you are so inclined. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'll be in touch soon. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye. So, what did you think? Show me some love and hit subscribe. In the meantime, check out creativegoddessclub.com for more goodness. See you next week.